Rage Quit. Hello and welcome back around the bonfire with Don't Rage Quit. Here with us today, getting cosy and kindled, we are joined by Sarah, aka Saria Slays, whose name is very fun to say if you put on a dodgy accent, Saria Slays. She is another Twitch streamer. Now I know what you're thinking, guys. Oh my goodness, Rachel. Third month in a row, Twitch streamers. What are you doing? It's almost like I really like Twitch. It's almost like I've just started this podcast and talking about Twitch is really comfortable for me. But hear me out. Hear me out. So Sadia, of course, has a little twist as well. She isn't just an amazing Twitch streamer, Twitch partner, content creator. She also works for Twitch. So if any of you have been, ever been curious about what it's like to work for Twitch versus what it's like to stream for Twitch, hang tight. This is the podcast for you. Not only that, but today we're going to have any old excuse to talk about Dark Souls and The Legend of Zelda because Saria and I have very, very similar interests when it comes to video games. So all of you Soulsborne aficionados, hang tight. Let's get cozy, kindled, and let's on with the show. Remember to subscribe if you want to see more episodes, of course, because subscribing lets me know I'm doing a good job. Comments, constructive criticism, always appreciated. And maybe next month we'll talk about something other than streaming. I love you guys. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> oh. Do you know what? We're going to go with that because sometimes in content creation, streaming is easy. Zaria, streaming is easy, but recording stuff isn't. Hello, everyone, and welcome around the bonfire with Don't Rage Quit. Today, around my bonfire, getting cozy and kindled, as I said, is Saria. Hello, Hello. Or, or Sarah. I feel really weird calling you Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is either a Saria person or a Sarah person, but I'm good with both. So I just like, I mean, to be fair, they both sound very similar. Yeah, they do. So there's that. It's not like I'm calling you, I don't know, Chloe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be lovely. <laughs> a brand new name. Yeah. I mean, well, I could call you Slays. Do that. I get people that, that call me badass. don't. Shut People up. that call me don't, I swear to God. Anyway, we don't care about these people. Uh, I have an icebreaker, as always, because I'm always very nervous recording these. The icebreaker for you today, Miss Slays, is mm. what is the best movie trilogy? Oh, trilogy. Now, I thought you were just going to ask what was what's the best movie, and I was like, I know this, but trilogy. I know what mine is, of course, and I'm really curious if you say the same thing. It kind of, like, obviously, like, Lord of the Rings comes to mind first, but I don't know if that's just because it's the first thing that I think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's some films that should have been a trilogy but weren't, like The Hunger Games, I guess. Oh, they, that was a quadrilogy. Aye, that had, like, four parts to it. Um, why not go with Lord of the Rings? Why you not? You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with that. Because <laughs> we're already pretty much the same person, so why not have yeah. the favourite movie Was trilogy? Was that yours? That is mine, absolutely. Okay. Massive Lord of the Rings fan, yeah. <clears throat> Love that, yeah. I wondered, because obviously you play a lot of Dark Souls, so obviously you seem to be into the whole medieval fantasy kind of style. Uh, your name is Sadia Slays, which is obviously from Zelda. Yes. So would you say that's kind of like your favourite sort of genre is fantasy, medieval fantasy kind of style? I would never actually say that if somebody asked me like what's your favorite game genre I would never say that like or like films I would never say that but like now that you've explained it like that maybe it is <laughs> and I just didn't realize maybe I was doing some self-analysis and then I thought oh hey this is yeah. actually a thing <clears throat> exactly maybe maybe I need to do some more reading into that whole genre because I probably would enjoy a lot of the stuff from it so you're right <laughs> have you ever played The Witcher 3? 
No, but that's on my list. It's so good. All everyone this time. Says, yeah, everyone says I'd love it, so I need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So we are, uh, we're, we, I've asked you here today, one, because I just really like you, two, because uh, you're my people. My uh, people. <laughs> And three, because obviously we've got a lot in common. So mm -hmm. I think we'll start from the top. So what what what's your biggest hobby, Saria? What's your biggest hobby? Mm, that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, apart from sleeping and eating. <laughs> Work with me here. <laughs> streaming. Ooh, okay. So tell us tell us a little about your your streaming. So started streaming a couple years ago, very like on and off. I didn't I actually didn't watch Twitch before I started streaming. That was like a very strange. <laughs> Just went straight um, into it. Yeah, I went straight into it. John suggested, my boyfriend John suggested that I would like it. And I was like, why not? Because I was already gaming a lot anyway. Um, and a lot of my friend group that I uh, had at the time weren't into games. So he was like, oh, you could like meet lots of people that like games as well. Um, and since then I've just not stopped. <laughs> um, I just, I really enjoy streaming because it's like not only like you're able to play video games, which is like, amazing mm. like who, who could who could deny but also like just getting to meet loads of people and like become friends with people who are really like-minded so yeah i think that's why it's become such a big part of my life um so yeah what sort of stuff do you stream well <laughs> so. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> well that wasn't always the case like believe it or not the first game i ever streamed was call of duty Ugh. yes Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird because I don't even really, I would never play that now. Like, never mind on stream, I wouldn't play it off stream. But I think it was just one of those things that, it was one of those games that I had lying around and I thought, I'll just play this and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but now nowadays I'm more inclined to play like RPGs, story-based games. Like Dark Souls is one of the things that I really enjoy playing um, because of the challenge run aspect of it. Um, and just like getting chat involved and interacting and them seeing the reactions and seeing their reactions and just I just really like playing games like that. That's awesome. I mean, video games like are the core of what Twitch is. It just feels like it's such an amazing place to like find, like you said, so many people who just love heckin' video games and yeah. especially with Dark Souls. So the Dark Souls community is obviously massive on Twitch. Would you say that that like deciding what, what made you decide to stream Dark Souls? Did you know it was going to blow up like this? No, no. Like, do you know, I feel like Dark Souls has always been kind of a game that not that many people play. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if you've realised this too, but the past year or so, it's kind of has blown up again. Do you think it's been with the remaster? Yeah, I think so. I, the first Dark Souls game I played was the remastered one. Like I played Bloodborne and then everyone was like, you should play Dark Souls, it's coming out. Like the new one, well, the remastered one. Mm. Um, and the reason I got into Dark Souls in general was um, a streamer called Kwitty323. Um, he's like one of my favorite streamers and he, he does a lot of like Dark Souls challenge runs and like just crazy like runs with mods and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just looked really fun. Um, so that's kind of where it started. But yeah, I think you're right in saying that it blew up a lot with the remaster. And then I guess Sekiro came out, which was also a From Soft game, and it probably encouraged people to like go back and play the other ones. Mm. I found so, yeah. Sekiro quite um, accessible for how difficult it is. I actually think it's maybe the, the most difficult out of oh, all yeah. the Soulsborne games. Sekiro is the hardest, but it, yet it was the most accessible. And I think that really did contribute to a lot of people sort of getting into it and picking it up. and. And, uh, yeah. and then trying Dark Souls, yeah, for sure. Like, cause um, 
I personally would also attribute a lot of my channel growth and success to Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1 in particular, like even yeah. before the remaster, like there was always, it almost seems like you need to find something that you're really passionate about that's not too big and not too yeah. small. And then that's it. That's the sweet spot. That's so true. And I think that's where a lot of people can go wrong on Twitch is like thinking that, oh, the category that's the biggest right now, maybe I should play that. And that's how people will find me because it's at the top. But actually, if you think of how many people are in that category, like your chances of being found and people wanting to watch you yeah. are smaller. So, yeah, I think you're right. With, with something like Dark Souls, there, there will always be someone playing it, which is why I think it's a good place to start. Um, if you're not sure what to stream and that is a kind of game that you enjoy. <laughs> um, and you meet so many people as well. Like mm. I know so many people now from that Souls community that are good friends of mine and, and including you because and I'm pretty sure- I was say I met you when I was playing Dark Souls 1. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think, I think it was actually Becky Lost the Lunatic that raided you or something. That's right. You were playing Dark Souls and I was like, and you had like Zelda stuff on your stream and I was like, we're the same, we're also Scottish. Like, Which is it was, awesome. It was, it's so cool for that. So yeah, definitely. That's what's kept me playing Souls is like the community aspect of it, I think. Oh, 100%. So like, even though obviously, like you mentioned, it's infinitely replayable because there's yeah. always a challenge you can do. And I, I literally do the exact same thing. So I feel <laughs> you. It is the community and how much people enjoy just watching the same game over and over again that keeps you going back to it. So yeah. that's really special. So, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you also like enjoy a little bit of masochism. Like you love pain. <laughs> how just many, a wee bit. How many tries was it on Lawrence? How many? Oh. 602. Oh. Do you yeah. want to explain what that is for the people who aren't in the know? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Go for um, it. Yeah, so basically uh, my first challenge one that I ever did on was actually on Bloodborne and it was uh, a blood level four challenge, which is basically you do not level up the whole Much game. harder than it sounds. <laughs> it really is. Like you have a tiny health bar, your stamina is rubbish, like everything, your your ability to like use certain weapons and stuff. It's, it's just so hard. Um, and Lawrence is like, He's, I don't think he, I don't even think I did him on my first playthrough, but like a lot of people don't struggle he's with so him. He's so missable, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like everyone was like, oh, he's gonna, you're gonna love this on Blood Level 4. And I was like, I'll be fine. It's only the last boss. Like I'll do it. And then <laughs> 602 attempts later, I finally did it. And <laughs> oh, I didn't, I'll never do that again. No. Well, I mean, but, but you've done it, so you don't have to do it again. That's <laughs> the point. Like I am never doing anything with one hand ever again because I've done oh. it. That was rough. Like watching you do that, it's like I love watching people do challenge runs, but there's some that I will only watch people do. Like I don't think I can ever do them myself. Don't see me ever doing blood level four, to be honest. So yeah. that, those six hundred attempts were obviously that wasn't the one stream. How long did this go on for? <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty sure it was like a week and a half because like I only stream like a couple of days a week, so mm. I think it ran over like two weeks. And it was just everybody that was there knew what the script was. They were like, right, Lawrence. All stream three hours like let's go <laughs> i think there's something really really special about that though because it was literally it was more flipping running than it was fighting half the time I know, I know. because you're, yet, you're dying so quickly like and yet people kept coming back and they were cheering you on and it was so flipping exciting i was there oh. i missed the kill which i was 
<laughs> livid about. In all that slog with all the tries, I missed the kill. Rip. Yeah, you watch like the boring part where I try to kill him and then I actually do. You're not there. <laughs> See, that's amazing though. Like right that in there, that feeling of me like being gutted that I missed it. I want to make sure yeah. I don't miss the next one. See, that is yeah. that is something really special about challenge runs, about Dark Souls, about rallying your community behind you, trying to get a goal. That's it's amazing. I honestly don't think I could have even I know that sounds so cheesy like I couldn't have done it without you but like no, yeah I, seriously like I would have gone insane if I was doing it on my own I would have given up so yeah it means a lot <laughs> to have people behind you that believe that you can do it even when you don't like <laughs> that's so awesome oh you have an amazing community like honestly you have your, your mods them. are incredible your your regulars are incredible like they're just so warm and welcoming and just just I, I just love you I just see love that you. I love you too <laughs> <laughs> I think like the one thing that I think everybody on Twitch wants is like a community that makes other people feel like they can join that community as well and like every time somebody tells me that oh the community and that's something I get a lot is the community is welcoming like that's usually the first thing people say and that makes me so happy because like that's literally all I want from streaming is to like make people feel like they can be a part of something and if they want to be a part of this mess, then that's that's fine with me. <laughs> I see no mess. <laughs> well, do look you, at my vods. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I mean, I've seen them live. <laughs> do you do you think that Dark Souls and sort of doing this sort of heavy duty kind of like arduous? That's a good word for it. Ooh, that's a great word. Do you think that sort of contributed towards having this really sort of dedicated community? I think you're right because the souls community like I said before they are very supportive and like even if you it doesn't matter what you're doing if you're playing it for the first time if you're doing like a blood level four run if you're doing an ng plus 999 run like <laughs> god every, yeah imagine <laughs> um but yeah they're always kind of there and like available if you need help and like I think that's just so that's just such a nice reassuring feeling to know that people are always kind of going to be there and like if you're not playing Dark Souls maybe that community won't be around and that's fine but it's like to know that they don't even really know you and they're still there like cheating you on and stuff is like really really nice so yeah. Oh it's awesome I mean obviously it's not all just like sunshine and roses you do get the trolls of course but you get that with any category. <laughs> yeah that's the thing now I, th I honestly I'm not too sure how to compare it because I probably have played more Dark Souls on stream than I have any other game. So I guess like my perception of how many trolls are there is probably warped, but I honestly feel like the only big problem with the soul's trolliness is like people who want to tell you what to do. Like backseating. Backseating, yeah. And it, it might just be to try and help. Like I said, like I, I've felt that before. Like when I've been in a stream, I'm like, oh, it's right there. You just need to go around that corner. <laughs> and like you want to tell them, but like it ruins, it does ruin the experience for, for a lot of people, especially on a blind run. So that's really the only thing I've, I guess I've ever experienced um, with that. That can be quite difficult to deal with, especially with something like Dark Souls. I mean, there's a lot of other games like it. Horror games are like it. I've actually found it a bit oh, in The yeah. Witcher as well, where there's a fine line between you wanting your community to be happy and wanting to welcome in new people, but also you kind of have to stick by your goals. Your goals? Stick by your 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 opinions and yeah. say like, look, I don't care if this like annoys you, but do not tell me what to do, kind of thing. And it can be quite difficult because you're like, right, am I going to put people off? Yeah. By saying these things. So no, the Dark Souls is like 100% such a good example 
of a game where yeah. backseat and people should just know that it's not what you do. You laughed you at me there. <laughs> it's just so funny that like just when you're saying people should know, it's like they really should. They really it's should in, know. It's, it's in your title. It's in a tag. Your chat is constantly saying no spoilers. Mm. Like all of that stuff is like it's there just read it please that's just the internet though like the internet don't rage like hello what are we playing today the, the game <laughs> the is below the video <laughs> oh my god yeah oh my god i was onto something there and i've completely forgotten what it was but um, i'm enjoying talking about dark souls for sure oh mate i'm always happy to talk about dark souls <laughs> i think you were talking about um the balance between um keeping people interested and, and staying in the in the community and trying to kind of put your values forward and say this isn't okay to do yeah for sure. um and i think for me that was one of the hardest things about like to learn about how to manage a community because i'm very much someone who doesn't want to cause trouble <laughs> just wants everybody to be happy and get along very much just like a team player like let's do what everyone wants to do it doesn't matter how i feel but been trying to get better at that um, be a bit, bit less passive in terms of like what I want does matter especially because it's like my stream and like you need to curate the kind of community that you want to have around so I think as hard as it can be to just kind of say this isn't okay if this persists I need to ban you I need to do this and that like you need to be very like adamant that just it's going to be better for everyone if you do that and it's going to show other people that they, they're okay to do that too. No, absolutely. And that goes for any kind of content as well. Not just, yeah. not just obviously video games, but um, you'll obviously get people coming in. Oh God. On, on even like someone like Twitch sings, it's like basically you do what you want to do and you don't give a butt about what anyone says. This is something that keeps coming up in every single sort of discussion that I have about Twitch. It's, it's a really important thing that it's your content and yeah, you're making it for people to enjoy. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's yours, so. Yeah, and I think we do lose sight of that as we do grow a community and we see everyone's personal interests, what they like to play, uh, what part of the game is their favorite. And that you do, you want to make sure that everyone's enjoying their time. Mm. But again, you do need to have your own, your own enjoyment out of streaming or else what's the point in doing it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but there you go, that's that's Dark Souls. Do you think that specializing your content around Dark Souls helped your channel grow faster? Because you got Twitch partner this year, by the yes, way, which is awesome. And so did you. And so did I, but no, this is about you. <laughs> it's the year of the Scots. <laughs> We're taking over. I know, right? Um, do you think specializing and sort of hammering down and doing the same sort of games did help with that? It's funny, I was talking about this yesterday. Um, I think... It kind of did, but in a way that I didn't even like anticipate. Like, mm -hmm. started playing Bloodborne, my Blood Level Four run in October, and that few months leading up to like Christmas time, which was around about the time that my Path to Partner was almost there, like the achievement. I just seen so many new faces, and I didn't know where they were coming from because, like we were saying before, like not everyone plays Dark Souls, and it's very much kind of the same kind of people that are in that community. So I was like how is this happening like i don't understand but i think it's it's kind of that consistency of content that people know that's the game you're playing you're going to be playing that every time you stream i want to be there i know what time you stream i'm going to hang out whereas if you're playing it every once in a while people don't know and therefore they don't come for that content so i think in a way that definitely definitely helped like the amount of friends i made and the amount of people who were so nice to share their community with me and raids and stuff like that and i just made so many friends 
um, that then were, were nice enough to stay, stick around and like hang out in the stream to help me kind of get to that point. Um, and then, but th there's another side to it where I started to get a little bit worried about changing to another game. Because uh. I, I, I was, I didn't, as I said, anticipate just, oh, I'm going to play Bloodborne and people are going to watch me and I'm going to get partnered. Like, that's not how, how it went. But the more that I played Bloodborne, the more I realized, oh, something's happening here. Like, I don't know how, but it is. The numbers are going up. Like, what if I change game? Is nobody going to want to watch me anymore? Because, like, honestly, before I played that, like, the challenge run, I was probably sitting at, like, maybe 30, 40 viewer average. And then that few months I was like always around 60 75 and then going up and up so I was like I don't want to go back to like <laughs> after feeling how you know you know the motivation that you feel when you're close I didn't want and I know this is where you say oh well numbers aren't aren't everything but they are, when you're they are important when you're that close yeah you do start to get very invested in it so yeah that's why i was gonna say i'm i was scared to change games and then eventually i did get partnered and now i'm starting to then incorporate other games in and i was still scared to do that even though i had reached the goal because i was like well now everyone's gonna leave because i got partnered and they're like okay done tick. <laughs> next <laughs> uh -huh, exactly but now that i started to play some you know i played the last of us for the first time on stream and I'm starting to play Ori in the Blind Forest and like the same people are there and like it's just so nice and reassuring that it's like people will always stay for the person even if they stay for the game as well most people will be there just for you and no matter what you play as long as you're evoking like a genuine personality and genuine ability to interact with people I think you're fine you'll be fine yeah <laughs> um and the lesson is yes numbers are important but I think that's not the only thing you should focus on 100% and I I don't feel ashamed to say that like for the longest time like numbers were they were they mattered a lot to me because at the end of the day it's really taxing on your mental health streaming mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your statistics do not equal your value but you just can't help it it's, yeah. it's really hard <laughs> especially when you're pushing for partners so you can play it safe and obviously do what you know is working uh this goes for anyone who's sort of like aiming to get affiliate as well you'll yeah. probably see a lot more success if you like specialize in one thing it doesn't have to be dark souls because that might not be your thing um but yeah, and then once you, that, that can help for sort of like exposing you to new people like you've seen. Yeah. And then once you've got them, you, <laughs> they belong to you. <laughs> uh, they are to you. <laughs> once you've got them interested in you through this game, then you'll probably see that they'll keep coming back for sure. No, I'm really glad you said that. I was really hoping you'd say that yeah. because it can be really scary to be, when you do finish a game, on one hand, you're really happy because you're like, yay, new game. And then on the other hand, you're like, oh, who what am do I, I never going to see again? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's so hard. And especially because I didn't really think about it, I never actually expected any growth from doing that. So because it happened, I then associated it with that. I was like, oh, this growth only happened because I'm playing Dark Souls. When I don't play Dark Souls, I will not have growth. Do you know what I mean? Not at all. All it did was sort of expose you to a lot of awesome people. Yeah. And it wasn't just because of that one game. It's because of you. Well, that's that's what I'm trying to like <laughs> get in the head, get in the nut, which is, is really hard, especially like you said, when you're on that steady incline to like get into the partner 
like stage and i think you just need to try and recenter it and just be like i'm still having fun mm-hmm. yes the numbers matter a lot to me but i need to make sure that it's not consuming me i think is the absolutely what's the rush mm-hmm. yeah what's the rush exactly enjoy the mm-hmm. ride 100 percent. awesome 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 <laughs> no it's really good i'm feeling really positive about this because i feel like on one hand we're just chatting about content but i really feel like there's some really important things coming out here that i really like people need to know a hundred percent because we're not getting like we're, <laughs> i don't know we're not really getting anything out of this if that makes yeah. sense we're just being honest completely honest yeah exactly just like a casual chat but then when you do go into these things it i feel like you do get important like learning points that other people watching this can hopefully like take forward and that's again one of the reasons that i stream is to like help people like i want other Mm. people to also be able to stream and enjoy it and when people tell me that maybe i inspired them to to stream or whatever i'm like that's that's awesome i love that (laughs) oh no that's brilliant yeah so obviously dark souls is amazing you're amazing your content's amazing um twitch streaming is amazing life's pretty good twitch con got cancelled which is (gasps) not good but a maybe we'll get to go to that partner party next year oh my god I was so sad like I literally like seen it and I was like no because I was going to be working on it like you were and I was like I really wanted to do that also like meet so many people because I was sure there's a lot more people going this year than there was last and the thing with the partner part and like having the extra perks so all of that I was like so excited for and then it's, it's not happening but yeah hopefully next time it sucks so much. So you mentioned you were going to be working at it. So now I feel like this is a good time to mention that, um, by the way, she works for <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> I do. I have a shiny wrench badge next to my name. If you ever see me in chat and you're like, what is that thing? It's a Twitch staff <laughs> You hover over it. It's very intimidating. The first time I saw it, you hover over yeah. it. And it's like, ooh. I think people think... <laughs> yeah that's what that says Twitch ban me. <laughs> that's literally what i get every time i go into stream though it's like oh no are you here to ban me are you here to monitor i'm like no i like this game <laughs> so tell us a little bit so what's your what is your job what do you do yeah so i work um well i'm in london right now i am scottish but i relocated to london last june uh, to work for twitch and I am a part of the customer experience team. So essentially just to explain, that's kind of dealing with customers and support tickets, things like that. Um, So if you ever have an issue regarding Twitch and you write a ticket, it's probably coming to me and my team. So we get to see a lot of kind of what um, what issues customers are facing. Uh, Like, is that to do with the new interface? Is that, is there a purchase problem? Like, a lot of troubleshooting behind the scenes when people write tickets to us um so it's quite interesting to see the back end of it as a streamer as someone who was a streamer before i worked there um so yeah pretty fun that's really cool do you ever like does stuff ever come up you must learn something like every day just through finding it out through work what's what's the most like craziest thing i suppose that's come up can you think of anything <sighs> There's usually things that like only seem to be an issue for one or two people. And then then you realize like there's floods of stuff coming through and you're like, oh, like um, the payment system's down or like mm. emotes aren't uploading. Like it, it's like very like interesting to see how that flow works. Because like, I guess if something goes wrong, you just expect, oh, there's an issue with like the website or there's something there. But actually, we wouldn't know that unless people told us that. Yeah. 
So it's really important that people do that. If you notice something about the website that's wrong or like something isn't right with your stream, just write a ticket in because it helps us to learn a lot about it. So, but I feel like um, there's so much stuff that I didn't actually know uh, until I started working there. And it's it has actually helped me with my content creation and stuff as well. Um, even just like basic stuff, like how to troubleshoot like a stream that isn't going, that, like your stream isn't going live, it's not recording. Like mm -hmm. even now I know better how to do that. So definitely helped me in my own my own streaming that's awesome yeah and even just like like for example the other day i was trying to upload my cheer emotes and it wasn't uploading it was always <gasps> the second one that i uploaded was never in so you know you do 28 56 100 yeah. and 12. it was always the second one that i uploaded i did a different one every time and it wasn't uploading but then i just <laughs> thought oh they'll fix it later but i never yeah. i never submitted a ticket but you guys literally mm -hmm. would have no idea that exactly that was, i didn't even think of that well, there you exactly. go. You have but an issue. People, <laughs> people are very like, I think a lot of people don't like to message unless they think something's extremely wrong. Mm. So like, I would encourage people, like if you do have something like that, like a, an issue with uploading things, that's usually like a, I assume it's quite a simple thing to fix because it's like the engineers that deal with that stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, we would never know unless somebody told us about that. <laughs> so you guys can help us to improve your experience by just doing that. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So you literally just like you must get like what hundreds of emails a day just to sort of Lots. sit through is that why you sort of do some work from home sometimes is that quite chilled out yeah well yeah i'm working from home today actually so it allows me to do things like this um where i might not be able to do if i was in the office and i can just choose my own hours so that's really nice um but yeah working from home i just i kind of do work through my emails um sometimes there are meetings but we can do it through google meets because obviously there is like us teams so we all need to communicate via the internet all the time um but yeah it's like a really relaxing job and like compared to the jobs that I did before like it's awesome <laughs> and it's just it's really nice to actually enjoy your job like I love twitch and I loved twitch before I worked there but now that I work there it's like everything is just kind of it just fits into place now and it's like I do my work I come home and I stream and I just get I have time to do everything that I want to do and it couldn't be any better than that so <laughs> does it never feel like a bit of twitch overload sometimes <laughs> So it does, um, mostly because of the thing we were talking about earlier with the Twitch staff badge. Um, oh. So the one thing that I've noticed has really changed my experience of streaming in terms of now being staff is that every time I go into a stream, a stream or a channel, a lot of people only focus on the staff badge and it can really, really change in subtle ways how you feel about being there. So like... If somebody welcomes me with Monka S Twitch staff, oh my god, everyone hide the memes. It ca and you don't know that person or Bye. that community. It kind of feels. I know this might sound really like dumb, and it's like they're just interested to know what it is, which is so fine. Mm -hmm. But like every single time you go into a channel, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that, it's every time. It gets a little bit taxing, and you're just like okay, I don't feel like you want me to be here, so I'm probably just gonna go. Oh. <laughs> And I know that that's not the case and like people are just having a laugh, but every day, every stream, it has altered how how I go about interacting and often I just lurk in streams now, unless it's a community that I'm already part of and integrated in. I usually do a lot of lurking now because it's just easier that way, you know. 
That's a shame because if you're looking for new channels to befriend, new communities to to meet, yeah, that sort of ah, oh, can you not sort of hide it? So you can't hide it. The thing is, they did ask me at the beginning. They were like, "Do you want to have it on your main account, or do you want to have it like on an alt account? You could just make one." And I was like, at the time, I want the staff badge. It's really it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And like it is cool and I like it, but like I didn't anticipate this kind of experience because um, I had never really seen a staff member before in chat. So I didn't actually know how people dealt with that. So it was an interesting add on like side effect to having it. Um, it's not something that stops me from going into new communities. It's not something that stops me from chatting, but it is something that makes me a bit wary of whether I'm going to do that. <laughs> so there's like good and bad you know to work in there but it's not something that has really negatively impacted like no of course i would never stop streaming the one good thing is that when i'm streaming people don't realize because you're not chatting <laughs> so people don't realize that i'm staff and then that's when i like to bring in i'm staff when there's trolls and stuff and they're like i'm like you know i can just report you right now <laughs> and it will go straight to the top like be careful <laughs> so there's there's the benefits to it <laughs> that's awesome I, I there was a thing on twitter recently with um with a twitch partner feeling like she can't go into new people's chats because because people only focus on the partner badge and it's really interesting to hear from someone who has the staff badge and the partner badge oh yeah and uh, it feels that way as well it's funny now that i have the partner badge I don't feel like I get as much oh, yeah? questionable comments like, oh, what are you? What is that thing? It's more like, you have this and that. That's so cool. Like people seem to see it as more of like a positive cool thing oh. than like a strange thing. So that's interesting. <laughs> so almost it? like the partner badge kind of like verified the whole thing. Yeah, as in like, oh, you have a staff, but you're also partners, so like, we like you. <laughs> and it's one like, of us. Huh, okay. But mm. yeah, it's just funny how like humans' brains work. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just like, people don't strange. think that sometimes what they say is uh, can actually be like upsetting. Yeah. And like, that's why I don't want to seem like I'm like a little wuss that like gets affected by people asking about my staff badge. Like, it's not just the one off comments. Like, I actually like when people ask me that and I can explain I'm staff. And then they're like, oh, that's cool. But it's when people are like, that's the only thing they care about. And I'm like, I have value as a human mm. being. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the game. I don't want to talk about work. Like, mm, so. Whereas, for example, with the partner badge, people will be like, oh, well, she's got at least 75 uh, average mm. viewers. She definitely stretch streams. I wonder what kind of things she streams. That That is maybe more what their brain does. Yeah, um, that's rather than true. Just the, the wrench. Uh huh. So it's an interesting experience, but yeah, overall, fine. Oh, Surely good. the attention's quite cool as well, though. Getting a little bit of attention. Yeah, I definitely feel like people are more interested in in like chatting to me than they might have been before I had any badge. So like, yeah, it's nice. And, and like, definitely like a few people have come to my stream just because they know that maybe I've been in someone else's and spoken and they're like, I'm going to go investigate and see what's going on here. <laughs> it's a way of getting eyes on you. And then once th that part, actually, in my opinion, is maybe the hardest part is getting yeah. people to first come back. Well, mm, getting people to first arrive, getting people mm -hmm. to stay, getting people to come back, I suppose. Yes. They're like, like the, the three, three hard bits. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, I guess, I guess it's kind of like, well, what, what makes someone interested in you? Like, why should they, if they see you, 
in a chat or they see you while you're offline why would they come by like what is it about them that would make them want to watch you i guess yeah i guess the staff badge is, is unique so you could say that <laughs> that yeah, helps it's pretty uncommon there you go yeah it's a positive it's a positive yes. i do Turn completely understand though i com completely understand like where it would be sort of uncomfortable sometimes because you can't yeah. turn it off whereas with the partner badge like if that's ever making you uncomfortable you can turn it off can but, yeah ooh, i suppose it makes sense that you can't turn it off so you can't go like all incognito and then suddenly yeah. whip it out like yeah i'm here <laughs> yeah it makes a lot of sense i do like that you can turn off the partner badge though because again if you are feeling that kind of bias towards you because you have the badge you can kind of take that away and just have people see you for who you are not just the badge so it's nice yeah i never want it to look like it's like i never want it to look like i'm trying to show it off do you know what i mean like if you go into like a small that. channel that doesn't have a lot of chatter it's smaller smaller channel i hate using that term small channel oh um, I think I think it's just one of those things like I think we are allowed to be happy about it we're allowed to be proud of it and like I know that some people see that as like you're just like you said I'm sure you're showing off you're bragging like you're trying to get people to come to your channel and it's like not at no all. I literally I literally worked for like a few years to get to this point like I want to have that ba that badge and I'm sorry if that offends you <laughs> so yeah that's a good way of looking at it yeah it's just yeah one of those things <laughs> so we talked a little bit about obviously the difference between working for twitch and streaming with twitch streaming for twitch for with twitch. twitch on twitch alongside alongside <laughs> in partnership yes well yes uh, what did you find the differences um obviously because you streamed before working for them and i'm assuming through your love of streaming that encouraged you to apply to work for them yeah what, what do you find the differences are in your content since working for Twitch. Are there any? Has it evolved at any way? I feel like it has, but not that much. Like, mm -hmm. I think the only ways it's changed is that I know a lot more. Like I was saying, like I've learned a lot more. I've invested time in knowing more because before I just kind of went with whatever I thought was good. But now that I work there every day and I'm constantly like digestion digesting different pieces of knowledge i can then put that into my streams so I've, i feel like i've like i said before i've learned a lot more about just like the tech side of stuff how to set things up what you would how you would help customer troubleshoot a certain thing um i understand a lot more about the different features on twitch and it's just made my whole streaming experience easier um, but in terms of like the actual content and stuff, no, not much has really changed at all. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. Yeah. Do you find that, um, obviously, because you, you mentioned you have flexible hours, do, do, do yeah. you find that really helps? That's been, actually, that's a very good With point. With having a yes. schedule. That's been the best part, I would say, because before um, I was working as a psychology assistant at, in the NHS. <laughs> oh, wow. And yes, it was very like, a lot going on like nine to five but i had to like oh you're all right <laughs> spanking my mic <laughs> i had to like travel a lot for work so i didn't really have a lot of time to like schedule things i had to be very you know willy-nilly with it like i'll stream this day and then i don't know if i'm going to stream again for another few days but now that i have the flexible working hours and I have very specific like days that I know that I'm going to stream now. 
And if there's anything that comes up, uh, like that's maybe going to get in the way, I know that I can just stream the next day. Like it's not, nothing is in the way now. And I definitely think that that helped me in my like path to getting partnered as well. Like making sure that I could stream whenever I needed to. And like my work like could work around that, which was so good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, 100% it's helped me so much. That's awesome. Because I feel like a schedule is one of the most important things or, or at least a regular sort of streaming schedule. Um, yeah, definitely. When you are looking to obviously grow and expand. So you, you moved to London from Scotland. Yes. Did you, did you, so you mentioned you had a boyfriend. Did he come with you? No, he's still in, he's still in Scotland. So we've been together for like eight years. Oh, wow. So we're very like together. <laughs> um, so he was actually, he was very, very like supportive and, you know, wanting me to come do this because it was one of those things that I didn't even think would happen. I saw the job and I was like, oh, how funny would it be if I like applied for this? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, I'll see what happens. Because at the time I was trying to become a clinical psychologist and I was going through training, you know, processes for that. And I very much thought this is just like a funny like thing to try. And then each stage kind of got progressively more serious. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I might have to do this. <laughs> um, but like the whole time I was worried and I was like, should I do this? Is this kind of like putting my actual career on hold? Is this like silly? Like, and he was like, think of how much fun you'll have. Like, just don't think about your career and all that serious stuff now. Like, think of what you will enjoy and what kind of experience you'll get from doing that. And he really, really wanted me to do it. So yeah. Um, he's like happy for me to do this and it's not for, I don't think it's a forever thing like London is not for me <laughs> um I love Scotland and I love having my family and friends and him around and like it's not hard to go home but it's like not convenient do you know what I mean so yeah it's it's a long way it's a long way depending where you are it's at least yeah, four or five hours on the train right that's it and it's quite expensive too and so overall I would definitely like to move back in the future and like just have everyone around me again and stuff but for now everything's great like he comes down visits me and um, he's coming down at the end of march and we're gonna do this like crystal maze experience thing what i know right oh my god my that is one good thing about london is there's so much yeah. in london we've done so much like since i moved here we've tried so many different things so we're gonna do that for his birthday but yeah it, it's hard to like not have people here but i think the way i'm viewing it is that it's like a temporary thing like I'm getting this experience if I want to do gaming industry work in the future this is a great place to start um I've moved out for the first time I'm getting experience of doing that I've met so many people I've progressed a lot in my twitch career streaming career and I just can't see any bad things about having done this now that I look back at and being worried about it it's definitely paid off to do this so yes <laughs> oh that's amazing having a supportive partner really does help so much so much oh my god because it can be quite a lonely life streaming uh especially i was going to say especially if you work for twitch and then you come home yeah. and you stream for twitch <laughs> yeah um, just having someone who supports you like in real life and your family as well it's so important someone you can vent to i guess as well off offline yes. <laughs> oh everyone needs one of them mm -hmm. um do you so is he is he into twitch well, he doesn't stream or anything. Like he watches some streams, but he's not. He's definitely not like a power user of the of the platform. So like, oh, yeah. but he knows he, what it he, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he definitely watches people and he he like follows and subs to me and stuff like all the cute supportive things that that he does for me. But yeah, he he's not he's not by any means on the same level of interest as me with it. So 
but almost like he, he does it almost for you because you love it yeah exactly and like i said earlier he was the one who like told me to stream so i kind of like owe it to him so like john if you're watching thank Aww. you he better be watching he better Supportive i'll send him the link <laughs> oh i love it <laughs> oh amazing well that was this has been really good thank you so much i feel like i've learned so much holy crap oh i'm glad um, like it's nice to reflect on things and you don't really get the chance to do that unless you're speaking with someone else about it who understands so yeah thank you for having me yeah oh it's awesome thank you for being here so um just 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 while we're wrapping up do you want to just say one more time where people can find you if they want to hang out with you yeah so if you if you're into scottish accents a lot of profanity and a lot of hard gameplay um torturous gameplay um you can follow me on twitch uh um, I'm on Twitter and I'm trying to get better at being a tweeter. So if you want to follow me there, uh, it's Sadiuslays underscore because the Sadiuslays oh. is suspended, which sucks. I don't know who that was. <laughs> um, and then Instagram, I do also, I'm quite active on Instagram. I do a lot of kind of like photography, gaming photography, collection pictures, stuff like that. And that's just Sadiuslays as well. If you want to follow me there. And I really recommend you do. A lovely human. Oh, thank you. You too. Uh, so thank you so much once again. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much, Sari. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.